This is Travel Sleep Repeat. A travel podcast that shares experiences. We'll hear from people all over the world that share the same passion for travel while providing insight, trading stories, and knowledge on different places we've been and all things that we've seen. Recorded in the UK, I'm Canada with a new episode every Monday. This is season one, episode seven. We're your hosts, Courtney Listage and Aunt Divine. Hi, Aunt. Hi, how are you doing? I'm really well. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's uh, chucking it down here. Chucking it? What does chucking it mean? Raining? Oh, yeah, raining. Chucking it down. <laughs> I've but, never heard. I haven't heard chucking, chucking it. it. What about oh. raining cats and dogs? Yeah, we got raining cats and dogs. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. Have you recovered from your weekend in, the, in Bar- or not Barcelona in Spain? Oh, yeah. Oh, what an amazing weekend. It really was something special. It was so much fun. It was. It looked fun. You were on Instagram Live and I was watching and laughing because <laughs> I, I don't feel like you're the type that gets really loosey-goosey much. And I was like, oh, that's had a few. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you always know when I've had a few beverages because I always do Instagram Live. I don't know what's wrong with me. And then I wake up in the morning and I've got that beer dread like, oh my God, what is on my Instagram story? <laughs> I know. And I was like watching it and I'm like, oh, he's like... He's drunk. <laughs> it's yeah. funny though. It was but it looked like fun. it was it looked like you guys were having so much fun. And you yes. had uh um you had some friends there with you? Yeah, so it was um it was Sidji's carnival. So Sidji's is where we're getting married. It's about forty five minutes out of Barcelona and and they have a carnival every year, Sidji's carnival. It's not really for tourists, it's for the for the locals, it's a very family oriented event. But what we tied that in with was going to see the venue. We had a menu tasting of the of the catering for the wedding, and also we had um, we had a band audition for, for for the wedding as well, which was it was a very busy but very extremely productive um, kind of four or five days, which, which was good. Oh, I love it! You're getting it all prepped and ready for your uh, um, for your guests to come, which includes That's right. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Alisa told me that there's room in the villa that we can actually stay now in the villa. I yeah, haven't talked to you about it yet, so I was happy about that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really good news. You know, we we ran out of space at the villa for for some of our guests to to stay, and and when we met with the manager of the villa at the weekend, she gave us the great news that they they've just come, they've just made some additional rooms, um, so so they'll be ready in time for when for when the wedding is in May. So more people can stay, which is fantastic. Yeah. But enough about yeah. me anyway. What, are, what have you been up to? Oh, I don't even know. I can't even remember. I feel like I've just been working and trying to pull things together and praying for spring to come. Oh, and yeah, it. yeah, it's mm-hmm. just been so grating the weather. And I know that I keep talking about that, but oh my gosh, it's been so cold. So this weekend it's going to warm up and it looks like I have a lot of things on the go. I'm hosting a, a work event tonight. So it's like a big party. And this weekend I'm going to be um, watching my niece's hockey game and then going to a lacrosse game. I don't know if you know what lacrosse is. Yes, I've watched it's- lacrosse. It's actually Canada's national sport, which is a little tidbit because most wow. people think it's hockey, but it's lacrosse. Yeah. So we're doing that tomorrow Fantastic. evening. 
And then it looks like Monday's going to be really nice. So I think that I'm going to head out to the mountains and convince Lars to take a day off work, but he'll work. I think he will work on Sunday and then <laughs> me, me and him can take Monday off. So that would be awesome. But uh, yeah, going, going forward, um, we have a really special guest today. A very, very special guest. <laughs> yeah. It's my mom. Hi, hey, mom. Um, <laughs> hi, Court. Hi, Your Angela. mother. Hi, Debbie. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> mom, are you excited to be our fourth guest? Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, right on. I'm so happy that you're coming on today. I, um, I just wanted to maybe do, we'll just do a little bit of a well, I don't know if you want to do a travel bio, but explain a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. I uh, took my mom, well, we took each other, on a bit of a Euro trip in the fall, so throughout September and October for her retirement. So congratulations as she's yeah. officially retired as of September of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's, <laughs> she's still subbing sometimes, but she's officially retired. And I always told her that the year that she retired, we would definitely go on a, a holiday on a trip together. So that's what we did. And it was amazing. It was good. Hey, mom. It was awesome. I would do it yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. So what, um, we'll ask you two questions. What's your, your travel bio a bit? And what's it like having me as a daughter who is an avid traveler and keeping you on your toes? What's it like having you as my daughter? Yeah, like, tra- <laughs> like with traveling, like, no, I mean, okay. that's what I mean as a okay. traveler, because you are such a worrywart. Like, I think there's going to be a lot know of parents that. out there that yeah, understand from that. Perspective. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Number one, as a parent, you need to have your children on fine friends, because I, talk, <laughs> I stalk Courtney constantly, because she's always somewhere that we don't know where she is. And I guess because I live by safety first. It was a bit of a challenge to go with Courtney in the sense that she's way more trusting than I am. And because I, my kids call me WCS, which means worst case scenario. Kind of true. <laughs> kind of true. I always think of the worst. I dream of the worst scenarios. So going with her was definitely interesting, but it was in, in the long run, I, I, it was great. No matter yeah. what, she's always going to be my daughter and she's always going to be a friend. So. It was great. And I put you out of your comfort zone a bit, don't I? Yes. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And yes. And this wasn't your first trip to Europe. I, I asked you earlier what your travel bio was. So it wasn't oh, like you were totally green to the whole Euro experience. No, luckily when you were 17 in high school, I got to go on a school trip as a chaperone, which was eye-opening. And do you, what's your favorite place in Europe that you visited so far? Oh, there's... <sighs> That's a tough one because every city is so fantastic compared to, you know, the history that we would have here. So um, I think I want to go back mostly to Poland because my father was from Poland and I don't know much about our history. So that is something I would like to go back and, and investigate. Yeah, we'll get into Poland because that was definitely one. I know for mm-hmm. sure we, we both loved our, our experience in Poland. So, uh, Anthony, have you ever traveled with your mom or your, or your family? <laughs> ever um, gone on a big trip? So, so we did, we often did kind of annual holidays when I was a lot younger. But 
Um, when we were in Berlin in 2017, I had a, I had a huge group of family come over to Berlin. To to, to my mom and my sister stayed with us at our apartment, and and about you know five or six other family members came over at the same time, and trying to coordinate that. You know, trying to chaperone them around the city, you know, a huge capital city like Berlin was exhausting. Um, yes. But but what but it was a such a great experience, you know, to be able to to be able to hold their hand around such an amazing city like Berlin. Um it was really interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because Berlin's not your home. And mm-hmm. I felt I don't know if you felt this, I felt like when I was with my mom. I felt like I was almost responsible for making sure that she had such a good time, but I was experiencing the city or the country for the first time as well. And it's because you want to make sure that you're taking care of them, even though essentially it's not like my mom's old and needs, needs me to take care of her, but (laughs) I just want to make sure I, I think I always want to make sure everybody's having a good time, but especially with my mom, because I know that I can be quite intense and mm-hmm. I need I need to slow down a bit. So, yeah, it's like you want you want to make sure that they're experiencing it and their experience is better than yours. Mm. Um, and I find <laughs> one of the biggest problems that me and my mom had was um, I just took control of the um, getting around, right, mom? Like the directions. Yes, and it was really exhausting. It was a lot of work. Well, also, you're not really open to suggestions. And yeah, (laughs) you rely, you rely totally on your iPhone for direction, whereas I would be more apt to use landmarks. And that makes sense to me. So we had a few clashes that way, but nothing that we didn't recover from. (laughs) Yeah, what would you say our biggest clash was traveling together? um, Oh, that's easy. That, That is totally the easiest question you could ask. What? The number of the number of clothes that you take on a trip, and the number of changes of clothes you would do, and the mess you leave laying around a hotel room, and the amount of time it takes you to get ready. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I, seriously, I'm not that high maintenance compared to most girls, and usually all I'm wearing is yoga clothes, anyways. And I am a neat freak in my everyday life in my home, but for something happens to me when I travel and I just go mm-hmm. savage. I am savage yeah. in a hotel room. It is true. Yeah. So, oh, well. but that's not that big of a deal. You just always, no. my mom would always say to me, why are you getting ready and doing your hair and doing your makeup? Who's looking at you all the that time is, every day? Yeah. That is true. That it's a good true. observation to make though, isn't it? You know, you're out, you're out traveling, you know, and you go to some of these hot countries and you're just, you're just sweating so much and you're just exhausted. You just want to be comfortable, don't you? You just want to be comfortable and it's right. Who is watching? But Well, no, we only took carry-on suitcases. So we, I didn't have much, but <laughs> she had so much stuff and changing skirts and shirts and unbelievable. But she always did look nice. Because she had to match the scenery. Mm. So like when you, you need a shirt that matches the sky and that sort of thing. I lived with day um, in and day out. So well, kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> we, we, I prefer to travel um, obviously anywhere with carry on because I've had some nightmare experiences with losing luggage. I'm sure we've all, all of us, all of our listeners um, can understand that. 
but I do push the limits. I've been known to push the limits. Well, Anthony, remember how much luggage I had in, in Asia? <laughs> yeah. Like it was bag after bag after bag. And most of it I just got away with carrying on. And it's like, how do you get away with it? But I don't know. You, ha- you just- had three carry-ons and you got away with it at every airport. I do because I don't feel like they really even notice or ask. Oh, they so- do in Europe. They, they do for sure. I've been caught out several times. Not Courtney. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I kind of just always have this mentality of like just look forward and keep going. Like nobody's gonna nobody if you if you're doing something and you're looking guilty, then you're gonna get called out. But I just always am like overly confident. But yeah, that wasn't that big of a hiccup. Mom, I think for the most part we got along well. And for sure. I, I'm very uh my travel style is very busy and I like to yeah. just get up and go. And you kept up with me every step of the way. Oh, um, yeah. You did. <laughs> You did. And we, th- this wasn't our first um, mother-daughter trip together. We did actually go to, uh, we did spend, was it like four or five days in Montreal and in Quebec a couple years ago. So and we've been we, to a few all-inclusives together. So Yeah, but I mean, and just you and, yeah, yeah, you and really, I, of course, we've mm-hmm. gone on holidays together, but you and I just going somewhere together without um, my sisters or my dad or whoever else. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we've done two of them now. So, so mom, do you want to talk about a little bit of our itinerary and what we did when we went to Europe? Sure. We uh, we went stopped in Berlin first off for a few mm-hmm. days and uh, did all the sites there. And we uh, actually we felt we spent a little bit too much time in Berlin because we once we got off the airplane, we just went right on to the hop on hop off bus. <laughs> yeah and, uh, what a great way to start though it, it was but it was kind of exhausting after such a long flight um and did yeah and just something to touch on the hop me. on hop off i am the biggest advocate for the hop on hop off oh, <laughs> they are really great you learn a lot you can get around the city really easily and you i like to do it once just get through it and then you can kind of go back on and decide okay well let's stop off there let's stop off here and there's a lot of value. And if you get a good host or a, a good audio recording, then you're going to learn so much about the city. Um, we know that Anthony and Dean absolutely love Berlin. So we're going to do a whole episode on that. Um, but from a traveler, tourist, first-time visitor perspective, my mom and I didn't um, – I don't want to say – I don't want to insult you, Anthony, even though it's not where you live. We didn't love it as much as other places. But I've heard the complete opposite. And mostly I hear that a lot from Europeans, that they love Berlin. Yeah, um, with the, the, I will just touch on it because we've mentioned the hop-on, hop-off buses. And I, I've done several of those around kind of European cities. And what I will say about the hop-on, hop-off bus, in particular in Berlin, is that there are so many sites to see and so many key points and key locations to get off and say then you'll get off the bus and then go on a on a river cruise uh, which is included in the hop on hop off and Mm -hmm. it is it is such a great city for a hop on hop off bus it must be done by anybody visiting the city as a tourist um not so much in some other european cities um but certainly in berlin how long were you in berlin for well, we were there for just two nights, but it was three full days because of how our flights worked. 
And we didn't really sleep on the flight to Europe. So when we had got to Berlin that first day, we were pushing it so hard to stay awake because you know what it's like when you're jet lagged, you don't want to go to bed early and you want to fight that. So when we arrived in the morning into Europe, we just hit the ground running and we were, I feel part of it was just our energy was just so low that it's hard. We both fell asleep on the hop on, hop on. <laughs> I looked surprised. over at her and she was sleeping. And then we just tried, we think we ended up staying up till seven that night, which was good, 7 p.m. Um, and then one of my bucket list things was always to run. Like I like to run in the mornings, early mornings when I travel, especially. And my bucket list thing was to run along the Berlin Wall. So that was a check a big check for me to do, which was amazing, but uh, we'll save all of our Berlin, um, yeah. Berlin conversation for a full episode. So we spent two, two nights, three full days there. And then we took a flight to Prague, right, mom? Yes. And we went out, there's two airports. So you have to make sure you go to the right airport. Right. In Berlin. In, oh, in, yeah. oh, in, in Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and the, the second airport was a little, both of the airports are not great in berlin um yeah neither, neither of them are very good but you're that was one of the worst airports that we've ever been to isn't it it, it is probably yeah. the worst airport i have ever been to in my entire it, life <laughs> it didn't seem it didn't seem like an airport we were, were shuttled down this hallway and we sat on the floor in a room and then yeah. they opened this door and yeah. it was that's where you went on to get on the plane. So it was a little bit different, but we survived. And what, air, and what airport was that called? It's called Tur- Turgal, Turgal, or Teagle. Teagle, yeah. So Teagle? just a little, yeah. a little. You're, what do you say, tidbit? <laughs> that airport yeah. does suck. So just be prepared when you go that it is a bit of a, a crappy airport. Yeah. So we went there, and then we flew to Prague for a couple nights. No, um, didn't we go to Krakow? Um, yeah, we went to Krakow. Oh, we went to Krakow first. Yeah, we did. Yeah, right. First three and, nights. And there's only certain days they fly to Krakow, isn't it? Yeah. So I, yeah. I just kind of winged it with the itinerary and just looked on a map. I knew that we, you and I, really our number one place to go was definitely Poland and Krakow, and so that's why I, I put Berlin and Prague into it because they're all kind of close within flying decent flying distance. And mm-hmm. Krakow was, I always say, it's probably one of my favorite places I've ever been, ever. You it was agree, just Mom? beautiful. It was, it was just beautiful. I think it was so much more authentic, um, yeah. old world than yeah. a lot of the cities that are so touristy. So I think that's yeah. what we enjoyed about it the most. Uh, the, like at yeah. the corner, the corner store, the lady did not. There was no English speaking. They were Polish, and it was just. It was kind of a neat experience too. It to was like all the situation. little old ladies every morning opening up their bake, their little bake shops. And it's mm. still so charming, and they're like, "That's the, that's what they do for a living. Like this isn't just catered to tourism. It's the real deal." And when me and my mom got there that first night, we got in quite late, and mm-hmm. we we took. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to take a train, <laughs> but the train got delayed. And so I just said, let's just take a cab. And no, so mom... a random, no, 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 no. So a random man <laughs> named Pablo walked up to us and said, do you want to ride into the city? The train's late. And you went, sure. 
And I'm going, OMG, I don't know who Pablo is. So we followed him out <laughs> in the pitch dark and got in a beautiful Mercedes. And he drove like a maniac <laughs> to a dark, dingy street to our, to our, was that Airbnb, right? Yes. And he got us there safely. It was kind of crazy, but he was sure nice. <laughs> but at first it was pretty weird. I would never have done that. Courtney would have. So, so, so that's a good point to make. So touching on, you know, I don't know if it's a generational gap or if it's because I, um, I feel like my intuition is very strong, but mine is too. but I feel like if you're going to, and tell me if you agree with this, if you're going to get taken advantage of in a foreign country, it likely isn't going to be from the airport where there's heavily video footage. There's like people all around. It's going to be when you take that cab on a dark dingy street in the middle of nowhere at four o'clock in the morning. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think that you should always exercise extreme caution when you're jumping in a vehicle with strangers. Obviously, duh. But in this situation, I'm like, he's not going to be like his license plates. Everything is on is being videoed. So that's why maybe I'm a bit more trusting when Don't jump, worry. I was cab. checking. I was checking the car doors to make sure we could get out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I so was. that's how we we got into the city center. So for people listening, like, how do you get around? Oh, it's, it's a different, it's different in every place that you go. It's just different ways to get around. And then we walked into the old town uh, that night and, oh, it was just incredible. I highly, highly recommend Krakow. We absolutely loved it. And of course, my, my grandfather, my mom's dad was born in Poland. So we do have our Polish roots and uh, yeah, I loved it. Have you been to Krakow, Anne? No, I have not been to Krakow. Yeah, I think that we would be really nice to bring someone on that I have been, Polish. I have been to uh, Warsaw. I went and stayed with a friend um, in Warsaw. We actually caught the train from Berlin to Warsaw. Because that, because another little tidbit about Berlin, and I, I love it so much that I am just <laughs> talking about it, is it's only about a 90-minute drive from Berlin to the Polish border. Um, it is that far um, east. Um, yeah. So you, yeah. So you can get to Poland pretty easily. So we just caught the train. I think it cost took about six hours to go from Berlin to Warsaw on the train. So what for for our listeners, Warsaw is kind of in the center of Poland, and then Krakow is way way down in the south. Yeah, mm-hmm. south and Krakow. We chose Krakow because um, it's close to Auschwitz, which was huge this was this was kind of what our whole focus wasn't it mom mm-hmm. like we both you yes, and I really wanted to go to Europe and we really <clears throat> wanted to go to Auschwitz and yes. that is an experience that every single person needs to experience end up no negotiating you need to go it is incredible and in not an incredible in that kind of way but it's an incredible experience um so being able to go to Poland and then visit somewhere as as amazing, enchanting. I think it's just charming. It's everything. Krakow. Experience that, but then also get the experience of going to Auschwitz. It's not like you're going somewhere to go visit Auschwitz. Kind of a very depressing, depressing situation. But you get to come back and have a lot of a lot of um, fun in a little city like Krakow, right? And who's, so, who's, um, whose decision was it to go to, to go to Auschwitz and was it something that you wanted to do, Courtney, or was it a thing that, that Debbie, that you both wanted to do? Both. Both. Did totally you both? Yeah, both. It just, was it yeah. one of those things that you were like, if we're going to Europe, if we're going to Poland, we need to go to, to Auschwitz? Yes. 
Well, it was yes. more like we're going on a trip. We need to go to Auschwitz. Let's go to Europe. Let's go to Poland. Mm. Let's go to these other other places. Which, which <laughs> I, I think, just think, which I think is interesting because you know you're, you're planning a trip to Europe, and it's so easy to get around these places. You know, whether you're going by 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 any sort of mode of transportation, really, if you're driving, if you're going by plane or by train, it's so easy to get around um, Europe. Um, by those three modes of transportation it's quite easy to say you know you're in germany right let's get a flight let's go to krakow because i want to go to auschwitz and you could see none you know you could see no more of the of the country but because it's so easy to get there you can you can hop around the cities in europe and see the i don't want to call it an attraction but you can see the sites that you want to see um like outfits you know so if you were planning this trip and you were you were you were wanting to go to outfits it's it's it sounds like it was so easy for you to just go right we're going to Poland. this is what we're going for yeah and courtney you you uh, arranged the the pickup so someone a driver came to our door at a hotel mm-hmm. picked us up in a minivan drove us there we were met by a guide and we had it's about two three hours tour and back to our hotel, so it cost us about a hundred dollars Canadian for both of us wow. for a drive, yeah. a tour guide, and the tour. Yeah, it and really it's so cheap. easy once you go somewhere like Krakow, every, anywhere in Europe, any time that there is a tourist attraction or a, I don't want to call it a tourist attraction. I don't. It's not an attraction. It. No, but Memorial. the word for it, whatever you call it, the the thing. There's everywhere you go along the streets. There's going to be tour companies that are offering it, so it's not hard to figure out how to get there. Um, but we went and on the bus that we took on the way there, they, we watched a documentary about Auschwitz, which was, which was really good because it gave you a lot of insight going into it, but it was extremely graphic, like stuff that you don't Mm. see. You would never see that anywhere in school or even on, even on TV. And so by the time we got there, we were, you're just kind of already in that mind frame of holy crap. Mm. And Auschwitz was beautiful mom was it not beautiful all around the surrounding area yes the landscape the scenery was you know the the trees and that they were beautiful but it was so green and so so beautiful to believe never really understand that part of it because you feel like i felt like it would be in this like industrial kind of compound area which it Mm -hmm. was in a sense but yeah it was a it was a great experience and i think that that was something that I wanted to experience with my mom. I, I think it was really special yeah. and it's very, uh, it, was, it was interesting because I actually went to the Cambodia killing fields um, a year before this, mm. which is a very parallel story, a very similar yes. situation, yes, actually history repeating itself. And a mm-hmm. lot of people don't really know about the, uh, the Cambodian, Cambodian genocide. Mm. And that's something that I think that we'll definitely have an episode on. Everybody talks so much about the Holocaust. And I think a lot of it is because it's Western, you know, it's a Western world. But to be able to experience both those within, I think, nine months of each other was wow. And I did the Cambodian killing fields and the genocide museum there alone. And I just, I just, it would have been nice to have somebody there. So to be able to do this with my mother um, Mm -hmm. was great. So yeah, we did that. And then we went back to Krakow and we went to the old town and had some great dinners, amazing mm-hmm. food. Pierogies uh, are pierogies are like nowhere else in the world. 
Oh, oh so my, good. And every flavor, every flavor inside of them. And another thing called a pashki, which is a really like a, a jelly-filled donut. You can get whatever you want in it, chocolate or coconut Ferrero Rocher or blueberry. They, oh my gosh, the food is just phenomenal. The baking wow. is so good. Don't they have a Seinfeld she, episode about pashkis? Yeah, I actually <laughs> don't know. But I'll tell you one thing, it, it was so cheap to eat there and drink there. The food Poland and drink is, was... Poland is a very, very cheap country to, to, so to dine out. Yeah. If you're yeah. looking for a budget-friendly country, my gosh, it's cheap. Yeah, and in a few of the other cities. So, so fun, not fun fact, but it's this is an interesting observation: is that you know Jamie's my cousin, and she has never traveled before, but she went on a Europe trip, also, also kind of similar to what we did, but she did it a couple months before us. And her first experience in in Europe was Berlin, and I think she totally expected it to be the cobblestone streets and the castles and everything. And then she was like, "This isn't what I thought Europe would be." And her second stop was Krakow. And you can't compare the two. They're dynamically different. And Krakow is exactly, if you've never been to Europe or if you've only been a few times, Krakow is Europe, like, period. It is, it is everything that you'd imagine with the castles and the old town yeah. and everything. So moving on, we loved it there. We had a great time. So um, I was next. Prague. We went to Prague. Prague. We flew into Prague. And our flights, just to get around, we've talked about this before in a few of our previous episodes, our flights to get around from these different countries were at times like $30 each. Like I think I paid $66 for us to fly from Berlin to Krakow each. No, for both of us, $33. I don't even understand it. It's just bizarre with Ryanair and what's the blue jet blue crazy so it isn't expensive at all to get to fly it's cheaper to fly than it is to train and it's substantially faster so i would recommend doing that for sure um if you're if you're doing carry-on you have to do carry-on because they get you with the luggage then we flew to prague and prague has a very easy uh bus system it goes everywhere and you kind of just like hop on and hop off and get around quite easily so what did we do in Prague, Mom? I can't remember what we uh, Oh, we went, first we went to the town center. We went to see the astronomical clock. Yeah. Right? But it was yeah. under construction like Big Ben was when we were in London. I don't know. The clocks <laughs> in Europe are all getting fixed or something. <laughs> yeah. It was all tarped up. Because it's because so they're so see. old. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I wanted to see. And it was under a tarp. Um, yeah. And then we just walked around there and we went to, is it the Charles Bridge? Yeah, and yeah. then we went up to the Prague Castle, and we uh, went to Prague, Prague Castle, and then we, we had, of course the Lenin Wall. Oh, Gotta go yeah. to the Lenin Wall if you're there to get a picture. Yeah, the graffiti. So, there's a lot of graffiti walls in Europe, and I'm so <laughs> I'm so attracted yeah. to color that every time there's a colorful mm-hmm. wall, I put me in front of it and take my picture. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Prague was very busy, and we didn't even go during high season, so. I feel like it Prague was, was very touristy and super crowded. Yeah. It was but, very, but very stunning. Crowded. So if yeah. you want, I feel like Prague and Krakow can be a bit, a bit similar, but Prague is just way slower, more authentic. Prague is very busy, crazy busy. And both, both Prague and Krakow are known for uh, bachelorette and bachelor parties. Mm. So you get a lot of that, that energy there as well, especially in Prague, hey, Ant. 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely. It's certainly like, one of those one of those European cities where we call them stag and hen parties would uh, <laughs> would flock to. Uh, yeah, you say hen do, stag do. We don't, we say bachelor stag. So yeah, we went to Prague and then we flew. Uh, we loved Prague. We stayed there for two nights. We stayed. What did you so, um, What did you think to the architecture in Prague? Because I think it's known for kind of the some pretty impressive buildings. Um, yeah, it's like insane. It's stunning when you go up to uh, the Prague, Prague Castle, Castle. You get such amazing sweeping views of the whole city, and and I there's think tons it, of walking and steep walking and steps. So that's a tidbit too. Be ready to walk <laughs> and be ready to have your thighs burning because. It was Taking straight up. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a lot was, of walking. Like Wear people comfortable stopping, shoes. People stopping on the steps to, to catch their breath. It was it was tough slugging there. But it was yeah. worth it. Yeah, and definitely. I think it would so. be I think it would be beautiful to visit there in the winter because of the it's sort of like a fairy tale Christmassy city. Mm. And the architecture would be beautiful. So mm. but it, it was yeah, it was it was wonderful. It was beautiful. Yeah. And we also booked all our hotels on, I think I booked them all on hotels.com again, because I wanted to rack up my free room. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. And then I think in Krakow, it seemed easier to book it on Airbnb. So I would, I would go that route if you're going to Poland. Airbnb was our best option there. So yeah. then we went to England for four nights. Um, we stayed with uh, our fr- our friends in England and I I love England so much as as we all know and I really really wanted my mom to experience uh, England so I took her we flew into London just her and I and we spent one night in London and I we just banged it out in one day literally like hey mom we saw yeah it was a, and it was a beautiful sunny day yeah no it was rain. gorgeous I don't think I've ever yeah. seen a blue sky in London or even heard of what happening there. So, <laughs> Had you ever been to England before, Debbie? No. Anytime wow. I've flown to Europe, it's been like Frankfurt or Madrid or uh, Amsterdam. So how, how, how did it feel then to get to... So, so by this point, I guess you've been to, to a number of European cities on your, your, your Europe trip. To where to countries where English isn't the first language, <laughs> and, and and then and then, in fact, I'll come back to that in a second. But and then you've kind of landed in England, where um, obviously we speak English. But what did it did it feel like home a little bit? How did you feel like um, in terms yeah. of the the culture there? Did it feel like there was some connection between the English culture and the Canadian culture? How was it for you? Oh, totally. I think totally. It's, there's no buildings that you had to decipher what it meant or signs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was very comfortable. I like that. But, that part It's much easier when you're always trying to figure out what you're doing or fumbling with money because <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of current, a lot of currencies. We had one, two, three, four currencies in that short trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Dealing with that. So, and yeah, we had- so going back to my kind of my, my previous question, which was, which was going to be so moving around all the countries and all the different cultures and all the different languages, which one of you took the lead when you were ever kind of asking a local a question 
Um, well, we're lucky enough to, to have always found, I think most people, you'll find someone that speaks English mm. in yeah. those countries, don't you, Cork? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I think so. Usually, yeah. I mean, we weren't, it's harder if you're in, in you know, Asia, but in Europe, almost mm. everyone speaks a little bit of of English. But I was so, I was so excited to bring my mom to England because England to me, I just, it. I just love it. It's just like my second home. So to be able to take her there and then I showed her around London, it was kind of funny because it's like, well, I'm not English. Hop but. on, hop off bus. <laughs> Did you do a red bus? No. Yes. We <laughs> no, but we, we went didn't, on a double decker. No, we but didn't. we went on a double decker. Yes, we yes, did. Because remember, because there was a, a fight on the bus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So by yeah, so we Square. Did yeah. yeah, so then we took the train. So we spent in uh, and I swear we just we just ran around we had someone we hired some some, someone took us around on a bike like behind a cart we did it all like you know you kind of just um just go see check Kate let's go next 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 and then we took the train up to Leeds and we spent a few nights up there we stayed with you one night which was awesome um we had a nice dinner stayed at your place and then we flew my mom and I flew with some friends over to Barcelona and we spent three nights in Barcelona hey Barcelona. And, yeah. yeah and wrapped it up there I, I my mom so my mom touched on it before she has do you mom do you want to talk about this about your exchange yeah. I have a, a lifelong friend now a teacher friend that lives in a city called Valladolid which is about I think two hours north of Madrid so she flew down to Barcelona and spent the weekend with me. So that was a great opportunity to catch up with a friend without having to go across Spain for because we were only there for three days. So uh, and my experience, I've been to Barcelona before and both times. It's great. But I actually prefer the part of Spain I was in for my exchange in the more northern central area. So, yeah. Barcelona again, very touristy compared yeah. to to the other oh, parts. Very, very yeah, so that but was beautiful. Nice. You, but beautiful. When you travel Europe, though, stuff you have to take advantage of of the people that you've met along your ways and along your travels, and make sure that you're always connecting and seeing them. And so, but obviously, me, I always feel like that's happening. But to see my mom be able to experience that as well and have some time with her friend that she's met was just the best. And of so, course, I have a friends there too, so it was cool. And then we had a break from each other because she was with her friends and I was with mine. <laughs> yeah. And and was did you feel that that was needed, Debbie, at that point? No, not really, <laughs> because because you know hanging out with her is pretty good. You, you your eyes get opened pretty much, and it of course. And she's yeah, a good like friend, we, and nice friends, so good. People, we had, so. I mean, we had some late nights though, Mom, me and Sarah, because my friend oh, Sarah. Yeah who I met in Australia traveling, I called her and I said, do you want to meet us in Barcelona for the weekend? And she just did. She just booked a flight and came over to, to end off our Europe trip, which <laughs> so funny. And, and how, long, just, how long was the trip in total then? Oh, two weeks, I think, mom, or two, wow. like two weeks. I think, yeah. no, I think it was 16 or seven, 16, 17 days, was it? Yeah, yeah it was. Lot, you did a lot in that time. I know, Almost I get her too done. too much. Almost yeah. too much, though. Wow. Yeah, so we ended the trip with, I 
think I was up till six, seven o'clock in the morning in Barcelona because we had a small, I was with Sarah and we had such a small amount of time together and there was so much going on in Barcelona. Mm. It just doesn't, nobody goes to bed, I swear. So we had <laughs> late nights and my poor mom was just, we'd come, come in trying to be quiet in the morning because we all shared a hotel room. And so we ended off the trip. It was really great because we had good time together, the two of us. And then we had time with friends in England where we slowed down and got to stay with people that actually live there. And then we got to have a bit of a party weekend at the end. So we had a great time together. And I think that we found a really great balance. Hey, mom. You bet. I'd yeah. do it again. So any advice for listeners um, that, you know, are two yes. different stages in life, like you're retired hmm. and you want to travel with your, your children. Um, yeah. What would you, what would you advise? I just say go with it and the and you seem to be so in in touch with what was going on and where to go and what to do and and technologically right you're pretty good mm -hmm. at that not that I'm not but you're much better at it so I would just go with your child life's too short enjoy it the world's wide and life is short so you better travel with your kids if you have the opportunity yeah and and when you have memories like that, like those are the kind of things that you'll never forget. Like, you remember that time that we went and did this, you know, it's just, that's what life's yeah. all about. So I'm super grateful that I got to take you and you got to take me and we got to spend that time together. And I think that there will be some upcoming trips in the future now that you're retired because I loved having travel buddies. <laughs> yeah. I know my so. new travel buddies, my daughter. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. It's good. Um, but I do have a couple things that we need to re to for your viewers, little tidbits, that not all hotels are air conditioned. And when we <laughs> were in Europe, it was it was very hot, wasn't it, Court? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was super it was muggy, hot. muggy. Yeah. Ugh. ugh. Um, there, there is no face cloth. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I'm a huge face face cloth person. Yeah. Do you know what? I, and there's very few bathtubs in hotels most of them are showers and i like a bath just a few right and yeah the, well and you're talking you also get, from your generation like your generation like like well no lots of people like to bath for well i know shower. but i know but like okay and I, I could have well, lived without air conditioning i couldn't have the face cloth and but and also when we had the uh, apartment getting used to having a not not a dryer just a washer washing machine no dryer that's weird and hanging your clothes <laughs> that's just really weird for for me and we were there such a short period of time we but they did dry it's kind of weird but that was odd for me the other is thing that was that i know sorry but it is weird um the other thing that i had an eye infection sort of thing happening when i was there and we just went to a pharmacy and i don't know what he gave me but it worked and so they were <laughs> <laughs> they were very friendly and just yeah. were very, you know, I didn't have to pay anything extra. No, no, it was just handed over and it was great. So that was easy to do going to a pharmacy. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and no, it, we don't have to worry about getting sick in a, in a different country because you'll find a pharmacy on every corner and they're usually pretty helpful. Yeah. They so. were, and it, it was in, it, it was in Berlin and they didn't speak. That was the place that we didn't find really English speaking pharmacist, but he was helpful. Yeah. So yeah. that was awesome. So yeah, we had a great trip and I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, it's good. And what think, were you saying? No, I was going to just add to kind of Debbie's points around, you know, the 
the the the niceties that you like to have at home a bath uh you know a, <laughs> a, you know a, a, a face towel um and a dryer and, and a dryer you know the, the the those are things that you and i courtney have have thought about and experienced whilst we've been traveling whether alone or with with a group and and i think i think for for the older generation that may not have had you know the the mums and dads and grandparents out there that may not have had the opportunity to travel as much as we have it's so easy to get around the world these days that that that, that if any retirees or or anybody is wanting to go traveling who's from an older generation grab a young person <laughs> and take them traveling um you know go traveling together get a younger travel buddy whether that's your son your daughter your nephew your niece go traveling and use mm-hmm. their experience because Courtney as your mum was saying you know haven't got a dryer I traveled for 15 months without a dryer you know and, and yet <laughs> some of those things you just have to get used to and know the little tricks that that you and I will have picked up over the years being able to troubleshoot with your family member or with your parent and say no need to worry I've come across this before this is the solution um and and it's all good. Yeah, and go from there. Totally, I agree. You just have to become uh, adaptable. Always adaptable. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that. It was just that it was for a, t- a tidbit for someone that's traveling if they weren't going, if they weren't aware of that. Yeah, the creature uh, comforts yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah I, I can I can go with the flow. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so important to it's so important to set expectations when when you're setting off traveling. Um, because the the places, particularly in Europe, vary so much. Like you were comparing Berlin to to Krakow, um, you know, they had really different places, um, and similar to Barcelona, and then yet across to to the UK, you know, you've you've immersed yourself in so many different cultures, and you guys have seen that in the you know fifteen sixteen days that you were traveling, such a short period of time, and so many cultures. It must have been exhausting but well worth it it was it was the best and i just think it's just just go just go take it on and get her done and just see as much as you can and oh my gosh yeah so mom thank you for coming on and and rehashing our lovely little trip we had was about six months ago thanks for inviting me yeah what do you have coming up what are you doing this weekend (laughs) um i'm i'm packing because we we had a lovely real estate agent that sold us a house in a new town, so we're moving. That's to <laughs> to central Alberta in a couple of weeks. So we're leaving our home that we've lived and built in thirty for thirty years. So it's working right, and we're having a guest. Some friends of ours are having a going away party for us this weekend oh so that's that's the weekend oh we'll have fun with that i saw that i got invited on facebook but i can't come sorry (laughs) because i'm i live far away and um (laughs) what are you going what do you got going on this weekend um so you know erin yeah oh no way she's coming tomorrow she's coming tomorrow (laughs) yeah so yeah erin is uh a new yorker so from from America that we met in on our Southeast Asia trip. So she's actually in London on business and she's catching the train up to Leeds to see us tomorrow. Just a flying visit. She's here one night and going 
back down to London on Sunday. Oh wow! Well, ask her when her what her availability is, and we'll get her on. We <laughs> yeah. talk. She 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 messaged about wanting to come on, so that would be great. And she well, she has done some traveling. Yeah, big time. Holy man, yeah. has she ever? Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, mom, I'll talk to you. I'm sure sometime over this weekend. And Anthony, I'll talk to you next week when we do our next episode, which we will figure out what it um, what it's going to be still. Yeah, and we should yeah. probably tell our tell our listeners what we were what we're planning on doing in the next couple of weeks. But we need to obviously plan it. But um, what I will finish off by saying is, if you know, if you like this episode, if you liked any of the other episodes that people have listened to, um, please share them with a a friend or family member and it really helps get the get the podcast out there also if if anybody likes one to to leave a review um or if anybody wants to kind of get in touch on our instagram or or on twitter then then please feel free to do that and offer us any feedback or any give us any kind of um if you want to hear something about a particular country we have so many friends and family members that have been traveling. Um, so if you want to hear about a particular country, if you're planning on a trip this year or next year, um, please let us know and we will try to get a guest on um, to, to give you their insight and their take on that particular location. And also if you want on, let us know. Yes, yeah. If anybody <laughs> wants to, to come on as a guest, then please just get in touch and we're, we're totally open to that. Awesome. Okay, guys. Well, that's a wrap. Have a great weekend and we'll talk great. very soon, both of you. That's a wrap. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks, Courtney. Okay. Bye, Mom. Peace Bye, out. Aunt. Peace, Peace out. out. <laughs> Bye. Bye.